Brent here from American English with this guy. Hope you are all doing well. It's episode 161. And in this episode, you're going to get a glimpse into what members of the YouTube channel get. Um, in this podcast, I'm going to read a story called The Goat and the Rock. Uh, it's kind of made for little kids, but like I say in the episode, Sometimes it's good to go down a level in English so you will notice things. And so I'm hoping as I read, you might notice different things of the way the language is put together. So I hope this will be helpful. Um, there is a link if you would like to become a member of the YouTube channel. It does cost a little bit each month, a dollar, two dollars but you will get some bonus videos, some bonus lessons. There is a link in the description to the YouTube video to become a member. Also, while I'm here, do you mind throwing a rating or a review on this podcast? If you are learning English through this podcast, it would really help others find the podcast. Thank you so much. Episode 61. Hope you enjoy. Hope everyone's doing well out there. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, what's going on? Members, how are you? Um, I want to try out this new microphone that I have. And I was looking for some stories to read to my students. And I came across this one, came across, like I discovered. I found this one. And I think one of the best ways to learn a language is to have somebody read to you. You have the text. You can listen to them read. I'm a pretty good reader. Not bad. I'm a reading teacher. I might not say every single word perfectly. I might mess up a couple times, but I thought this might be a great way for you to improve your English and it won't take me a lot of time to edit. It's just me reading uh, a short story. It's not very long, but it's the first time I read it, I found it actually a little entertaining. It's sort of a fairy tale. And there are a couple words in there that you might not know. But this might be really good practice for you to see how the language flows. The language will not be too difficult. One of the um, people that I watch a lot who he's a polyglot. He knows how to study languages. He says one of the key things for learning a language is to notice to notice things about that language. And a great way to notice things is to drop down a level a little bit. So it might seem a little easy, but you might recognize or pick up on some things you didn't know that were there. So you might like this, you might not, but uh, either way, you know, don't continue watching. You know, I don't want you to waste your time. But this is going to be probably a five-minute story, 
And it is written for probably 10 and 11 year olds, native English speakers. But, and I know some of you are, are well beyond that uh, level in English, but this, this might be helpful for everybody. So this is called the, uh, the goat and the rock, the goat and the rock. And like I said, this is, um, yeah, it's only like 567 words and it's written for upper elementary school. So fifth grade, sixth grade, they're about like 10, 11, 12 years old. All right. The goat and the rock. And you can see we got some goat here and, uh, this is like a milk jug. It's an old fashioned, older milk jug, but it will be important in the story here. I'll just read this caption. The goat leapt onto the rock and knocked over the jug, which broke. Who is to blame? It happened one day that a milk seller was busily doing business. He walked up and down the winding, narrow streets of town, carrying a large clay jug filled with milk and calling in his loudest voice, milk for sale, fresh milk for sale. Whenever people needed milk, they would open their door to him. The peddler, the peddler, um, we're actually studying this word in my class right now. Students took a test on it yesterday. But a peddler, the key to that is ped. And when you see ped in English, think foot. So a peddler is someone who goes around the neighborhood or around the town selling something on foot. It's an older, it's an older word, but it's a good reminder that ped means foot. Sometimes you'll see ped meaning child, but in here, like pedal, like the pedal on a bike, the pedal, gas pedal on a car, pedestrian is somebody who walks. Decided, I'll start, I'll start back over right here. Soon it was lunchtime and the peddler decided to rest in the shade of a large rock. He set the heavy milk jug, now half empty, down on a flat spot on top of the rock and began to eat his hard cheese and dark bread. Sounds delicious, doesn't it? Hard cheese and dark bread. Soon a goatherd, that is not a word we use in English a lot. I mean, I had to look it up. But you can you can kind of tell what it means from the context around it. I'll read the sentence. You can probably figure it out. Soon a goatherd came down the road, driving a small number of bleeding animals in front of him. So a goatherd is someone who has goats. Goatherd. You can see there's like herd is in there too. And we do use that verb for when you have a group of animals and you're trying to get them to go the same way. Like you might herd sheep. You might herd goats. There's other word. I put it in red. Bleeding. It's not like blood. That would be B-L-E-E-D-I-N-G. This is bleeding, which is the sound a goat might make. Uh, any kind of farm animals, you could just, oh, they're bleeding, bleating, bleeding, bleeding. But when I say it, like naturally, it, it does sound like bleeding, bleeding in front of him. Upon seeing the milk seller, he called out a loud and happy, hello. The sudden sound startled the lead goat and she leapt up onto the rock and knocked the jug over. It fell to the ground and broke into several pieces. 
The milk seller was furious and demanded payment for both jug and lost milk. But the herdsman explained that it wasn't his fault. It was the fault of the goat. They argued long into the afternoon and at last agreed to take their case before the local judge. The judge listened patiently to each of the men and then said, it's obvious that the milk seller has lost his jug and his milk through no fault of his own. Without his jug, he will not be able to conduct his business and feed his family. It's just as obvious that the goatherd is not at fault. He meant no harm with his friendly greeting. If he sold his goats to pay for the damage, he would not be able to feed his family. Therefore, the blame lies with the goat and the rock. I'll have them arrested at once. They shall be tried at noon tomorrow. And when you see that verb tried, it actually means to be put on trial. So it's, it's a little outrageous, right? That a rock and a goat will be going on trial. The goat and rock were placed under arrest and taken to prison. The poor goat, the poor rock. It, it is their fault though, right? So you, they got to pay the price. You sometimes might hear that in English, pay the price for what they did. You have to, if you, uh, if you broke something, you have to pay for it. You literally have to pay the price. But if you committed a crime, paying the price would be going to jail. Pay the price. The goat went peacefully. Well, that's good. The goat didn't put up a fight. But the rock was stubborn and had to be carried by 20 strong men. So you can imagine that rock is pretty big. Stubborn. The rock didn't want to go. I don't blame. I don't blame him or her. I don't know the gender of the rock. News of the strange event traveled swiftly throughout the city. Ooh, that word. I am working on a lesson right now. Let's do it in that color. Throughout. I'm working on a lesson right now of the most difficult English words. Throughout. Through. Tough. Though. I mean, that's so hard. But um, when we talk about throughout, they're talking about the city here, that would basically mean from one end to the other. Uh, one of the examples I'm coming up with for throughout is thinking of parents that have a, a young baby, a very new baby. That baby might cry throughout the night. Sometimes you could use through also. That's where it gets a little tricky. Um, they can't always be substituted though, but um, you might say news of the strange event traveled swiftly through the city. There's no real difference there, but throughout uh, also works there. And everyone wanted to attend the trial of the goat in the rock. The people knew that the judge was fair, but this sounded like madness. The following day, the courtyard was packed with curious citizens. The judge smiled when he saw the crowd and ordered the guards to close the gates and lock everyone in. Then he spoke to the assembled citizens or like gathered. Sem assembled means put together. So you could assemble a puzzle. We really wouldn't say that where you put all the pieces together. You assembled the puzzle, maybe. But there are some factories that assemble products. You have like an assembly line where workers are putting products together 
and the line like travels down that way, assembly. Assemble, assembled citizens. You have all come to witness the trial of the goat and rock. But as you must realize, we have no laws by which to judge them. Therefore, you must think that I've gone mad and you've actually come to see me do something foolish. I'm disappointed in you for thinking such a terrible thing about me. And I've decided to fine each of you one penny for improper thoughts. And if you are fined, fine in this way, fine means you have to pay. Ooh, that's too much. We don't, that's too much. I did too much there. Just, just the fine. We don't need to highlight. Now I can't. Can I delete? Okay. We want just this right here. Ah, oh, it's going to do it all. Come on. Fine. That means to pay. Let's get rid of all this. I can't, I guess, I guess I can't highlight just the fine. Look at that. Why is it doing that? Anyways, fine means to pay money. So I'm fining you each a penny. You must pay the fine and leave the courtyard. The people laughed and happily paid the small fine. Of course, the judge gave all the pennies to the milk seller who then who was then able to buy another jug, fill it with fresh milk, and continue on down the winding streets, joyfully calling milk for sale, fresh milk for sale. All right, I thought that story. I hope you think that story was kind of funny. You know, if you were a little kid, that might be really, really funny. But even as an adult, I thought, oh, that was pretty smart. The judge called everyone in and then it was basically like the town was paying for the milk seller to get his jug back. But the rock and the goat were, of course, to blame, but they didn't have to pay anything. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, if you found this helpful, I can definitely do more. It's uh, I don't have to edit. I'm basically just reading. So if it helps you, more power to you. Let me know. If it helps, I'll do more of these. All right. See you. Thanks for becoming members.